from Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com, it's The Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, November 12th, 2010. It's November 12th, wow. And this is The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, the very lovely Josh Loveless. Hello, people. (laughs) Um, uh, On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Normally, my wife, Maya, would be joining us as well, or a female Mm -hmm. of sorts, Uh, but, but she cannot because our child got sick. So, uh, filling in for Maya is Ryan Ham. I, I am not a female. No. Um, and, and might I say, begrudgingly filling in for <laughs> Maya is, is Ryan Ham. It's only begrudging because we happen to be on magazine deadline. That is true. And, and you're what? You're running behind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and whose fault is that, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> oh, I suppose right, like right now it's mine. Which is why I'm well, concerned. I did create the extra work simply because yeah, the, the the article in question that is bogging you down was meant to be a humorous piece. Right, Jesse's actually read it. I, I did. I submitted some some potential jokes for it as yeah. well. Good. I was I was like all hands on deck on this one. Yeah, we need yeah. every funny person I could think of to 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 breathe. You had to call in a specialist. I did. I did. <laughs> so I told I told Roxy I was like, give this to Ryan and have Ryan talk to Jesse and make this thing actually funny. Yeah. And and I got home at like eleven o'clock last night, so I I was eight, my my contributions were limited, but I feel confident. And Ryan, did you read the jokes that I that I, I tried did. to insert? Um, I kept most of the punchlines for the Christian team ups, and then um. We needed, like, Roxy and I had brainstormed yesterday, too, so we didn't need all of the ones you sent, but I kept the, I thought the Sufjan Puguzela one was really funny. Hey, Chad. Please tell me you kept the one about the congressional leadership passing uh, legislation to teach America to do do the Dougie. I... I don't know what the Dougie is. <laughs> so I, was, I, was, I was really confused. What is hey, the, what is the a, Dougie? A quick a quick uh, um, consultation with YouTube will fix that. <laughs> so I so people are very confused right now. The article is a tongue in cheek, bold predictions of 2011. Yeah. Everybody in January issues are doing 2010 recaps. Yeah. We're we're saying no, we're looking ahead. Yeah. And so we absolutely guarantee these predictions will come true. And huh. so you know, anyway, that's what they're talking hey, about. Hey, Chad, did you get a, a call? Uh, did you get called in to uh, be a funny man uh, here for Relevant? Unfortunately, no. Yeah, I didn't did, get a did call you? in. Nope, I didn't. I didn't. You know, maybe we should start our own funny call. I think so. I think so. I think I'm I think hilarious. we're hilarious. I think can, I'm can I ask? Funny. Can I ask? Is anyone in the room familiar with the Dougie? No, I'm it afraid. Sounds... To you, when you when someone tells me to YouTube something, it's going to come up on my triple X report. Yeah, and my wife's going to be asking me. NSFW, Jesse. Have you been looking at Dougies again? <laughs> <laughs> That's a well, whole I'm sure there, there are some <laughs> listeners uh, are familiar with the Dougie. I'm pulling up the Dougie dance right now. I apologize. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach, teach me how to Dougie. 
<laughs> is that is that one no, of the fleeces I, 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 you wear? Huh? Is that one of the blue fleeces with sleeves you wear? A Dougie? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a it's a it's the hip hop dance that's sweeping the nation right now. And John, see, I live uh, in my area. They follow Washington sports, mm-hmm. you know. Unfortunately, um, and so uh, we get a lot of Wizards games. And John Wall was making his debut, and he decided to do the Dougie out, uh, out. You know, when they were announcing him, and it, it's caused quite the Dougie craze around here. No, you know what? It but caused... I had, ass- I had assumed it was an international craze. No, that was like the longest dance out onto the court ever. Like he's the guy that's taking a bow for like twenty minutes at the end of a show. Like he, you're he's not taking supposed to a bow that. at the end of the Dougie. Yeah, I, I was. It was. Uh, it was a little arrogant. So you don't. You do know what the Dougie. I, th- is, I saw but... a man shaking, and I thought I, I almost called nine one one. A seizure. Yes. B the Dougie. Yes. What, two I, options. I, D, and, C, and I heard. I've heard him talk about it in a sports center, <laughs> and I saw an end zone dance. That was the Dougie. Uh, throw throw a flag. Well, I apologize. My cultural ignorance has found me out. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, the, there, there is a there is a hit song right now that's called "Teach Me How to Dougie." I don't know who performs it though, uh, and I can't I can't ensure you it's that it's the, not. It's broken. the Cali Swag District. That's who has the song. <laughs> wow, is it really? Yeah, sixteen point two million views of their music video. Wow, "Teach Me How to Dougie." The Cali Swag it, District. I think it's safe to say that's a national phenomenon. That's getting up there into what what in the butt territory. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> well, let's never speak of that again. <laughs> uh, it, listen, I watched Tosh Point oh, and th- that was the most disturbing episode. Oh, because the yeah. song gets stuck in your head. Yeah. And it yeah. really annoys your sometimes wife just when to, you sing it to Sometimes her. just to mess with one of the designers, I'll send him the YouTube link in the middle of the day. Nice. It's like, <laughs> hey, got it. Je- so you rickroll yeah. them. With, Pretty with much, that. yeah. It's just like, hey, Jesse, check out this video. Like, All right. <laughs> no, and then he's like, dude, down to my head. <laughs> well, we have a very, uh, well, I don't want to say unusual. I, I should say a special podcast today. Sounds good. Is it's, it a very special episode? It really actually is. But no one's dying. Nobody's dying. Is anyone going to Hawaii? No. Is anyone pregnant? Maybe. Okay. Do we all win cars? <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, a couple. What was it about a month ago, Chad? Six weeks ago? Yeah, back in September. Okay, so two months ago. Two months ago. Had an event here in our office. Uh, we partnered with World Vision, and we did a a night uh, to talk about uh, the challenge of ending malaria deaths by 2015. And we debuted a film that we made with them, uh, our short film, and had a really interesting night a lot of different creative experiences uh, creative activism was happening and it all culminated with a performance by Josh Garrels in our studio um, about 400-ish people came through uh, over the night it was a blast and we decided you know the, the performance was so amazing we need we need to play this thing so we are going to play um, some of our favorite selections from uh, from his performance Josh Garrels coming up later in the podcast it's night, really so. good it's really good. Yeah. So, um, and we videoed it. No, we didn't, did we? No. We didn't do a full video. There is a video of the night on on uh, Vimeo and YouTube. It's Feature- like five minutes. Featuring but. narrations by The Voice. <laughs> Hold on. Now I'm looking at a video. I'm playing the oh, Teach Me How to Dougie. Yeah. Oh, I mean, these like- kids, they're like 12 years old. The, the, the primary Dougie move is when you kind of put your hands behind oh. your head like you're combing your hair back. Chris Brown has a great instructional video that you might want to watch, Ryan. I don't think I want to watch any instructional video from Chris Brown. It might get me arrested. Yeah. 
That'll come up on your triple X report. <laughs> Anytime I type in Chris Brown. <laughs> the police just show up at your house. They do. Yeah, I, I now know what the Dougie is, but I do not yet know how to do it. Yeah. And I'm watching, it's pretty complicated. And I'm, I'm, I'm watching the that's, video called took, Teach Me That's literally Dougie. only a few thousand people contributing those 13 million views. It takes a lot of views. To, to, <laughs> they just have it on a loop like for like three hours. Okay, okay. Right foot forward. Okay, dip. I got it. Apparently all in the D.C. metro area. Apparently. All right. So before we get rolling, uh, we always start with entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, November 16th. We have Rihanna uh, with her new one, Loud. She was on SNL last week. Mm-hmm. She's taking over the world. Did you see her? Uh, did you see her uh, digital short with yeah, Shyrani? Shyrani. Yeah. Well, that was the second one with right, Shyrani. Right. Because she has a new song with Kanye, which is incredible, called "All the Lights." But whenever she sings the hook, like it, it takes me a second every time now to not expect Shyrani to come in on the chorus <laughs> to hear mumbling in the background. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, oh, yeah, this is a real song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris Tomlin is coming out with And If Our God Is For Us. Uh, Chris just got married. Did he really? Chris just got married. Chris just got married. Yep. He he dated a former relevant staffer for a while. Really? I don't know if that's who he got married. I, I no, remember no, no, that. no. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're around here then. Yeah, Jesse. yeah, yeah. Wait, um, is he, was he, has he never been married before? No, he was, was he? like the epic single guy. He was oh, he was moving into Carmen status. Or Rebecca St. James. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, he, Christianity's literally most eligible bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which uh, which Carmen still holds uh, that title? In my opinion. <laughs> Lee DeWise is coming out with "Live It Up," or it could be "Live It Up." I really don't know. Hmm. And last but not least, Stereo Lab with not music. So it's a spoken word album. <laughs> it's a Carmen album. <laughs> oh, oh, come burn. on. True. Yikes. He's a fan. He listens. I doubt that. No. <laughs> Movie releases coming out Friday, November 19th. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I wish Maya was here. It's going to be so good. Give us a a breakdown on what's going to happen in that movie. She's read all the books, right? No. What? She makes fun of Ryan. Ryan loves them. Yeah, I've read. I've Maya's read into Potter. vampires, not yeah. sorcery. Oh, so, so Ryan, are you one of the? Do you like show up at the bookstore, or did you show up at the bookstore at like midnight with all the twelve-year-olds to to get your first copy and just read it through the night? Uh, for six and seven, yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> for book six, I was with my college roommate, and we walked out of Barnes and Noble with our order. Our our, our checkout was a was Harry Potter six, and then a Bible. And then you you a, really had a wild college yeah experience. and then a, and then a collection on existentialism and we yeah. were like this Barnes and Noble order has to be the weirdest thing they've checked out all night yeah it, it's like it, it's 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 eleven thirty on, on a on a weeknight and and people in the dorm see Ryan and his roommate leave and they're like oh man those guys are party animals and like <laughs> heck yeah Harry Potter's coming out <laughs> I did dress up for the seventh one too oh my what yeah. what did you wear. Just a graduation robe. A kick me sign. It was exciting. Kick me sign. Yeah, in Chicago, they turn one of the suburbs into one of the towns um, in the book. And so, like, all the businesses are open and everyone's dressed up. And it was a big, it was a big deal. Was everybody seven? <laughs> no, no. There are people, like, there are people in their 30s and 40s who take it seriously. Pedophiles. <laughs> no. So they can have I a think, reason to hang out with the small children I think and nobody mostly, looks at it's them. It's mostly weird. like librarians who take it super seriously. Yeah. Goodness, Ryan. Yeah, like I said, do, do, do the bullies just like descend upon the town just to uh, 
No. Prey on the Ryans of the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, guess what? The new Harry Potter is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I like the that, that, that didn't even have a punchline. It was just base mockery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the punchline is you went to go uh, buy Harry Potter at midnight in costume. It was great. Oh my goodness. I, Ryan, I can't look at you the same. <laughs> this is that's this is a paradigm shifting thing for me. Yeah. Wow. The, it was the outfit. I knew about the books. Yeah. Well, and I will be honest. Like, anytime I've I've only dressed up for things like twice, and they were have always been with a heavy dose of tongue and cheek. Because a lot of people dress up like Harry Potter on opening night, ironically. Ironically, <laughs> well, I would guess most. I would guess most twenty-somethings who are dressed up like did it somewhat ironically. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever you got to tell yourself, man. That's wh- wh- while him and his roommate were like helping each other get ready. They're like, "This is just a joke, right?" <laughs> All right. Also coming out the next three days starting. Russell Crowe, Elizabeth Banks, and Liam Neeson. Uh, and uh, also the releasing is Heartless, starring Jim Sturgis. I don't even know what that is. Dude, what was Jim Sturgis in? I thought he was the president of the uh, uh, NAE, National Association of Evangelicals. No? No. That's Liam Neeson? <laughs> no, Leif no. Anderson. Leif Anderson. <laughs> there you go. Leif Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting, though. <laughs> They should switch jobs for a day. All right, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. Attention graduating college seniors and recent grads up to age 25. What's next for you? Well, how does this sound? Go to China, receive top-notch training, teach conversational English, serve on a vibrant team, be mentored by an experienced team leader, stay for 11 months or longer, make friends for life, impact eternity, be ruined for the ordinary. And check this out, you can now pay back college loans while serving with us. Uh, Are you interested? Well, then check out the English Language Institute China and our program for recent college grads, the China Teaching Fellowship. Find out more or start a free online application at elic.org slash ctf. Again, that's elic.org slash ctf. Or you can call us toll free, 888-TEACH-CTF. Again, that number, 888-TEACH-CTF or 888-832-2428. Your classroom is waiting. You're listening to Minor Birds. The song is We Made a Mountain, which is playing right now on Relevant.fm. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Badly Drawn Boy with Too Many Miracles. Uh, it's playing right now on Relevant.fm, and the video is on Relevant.tv. Okay, it's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? Um, well, this one you guys may have actually heard about because it happened at, in Cocoa Beach. Um, a bomb squad 
was uh, sent to a local social security office after employees there had called 911 to report that a suspicious package that was pretty sizable with no postage was dropped off on the doorstep. Um, and so a lot of, you know, the employees were thinking, oh man, you know, maybe this is some kind of terrorism attack. So uh, the bomb squad went to go defuse it with all their equipment and it was filled with kittens. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if the person's motive was to because the Social Security office maybe they uh, maybe were, they were thinking the Social Security people would distribute them among the elderly and that that would be appreciated. But I was thinking, what what if they, the the person just forgot to put the bomb in there? And how evil of a villain would that have to be? It's a bomb full of kittens. Oh, you know that's terrible. I think the, the 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 three suspects that were in mind were Doctor Evil, Lord Voldemort, and Edward Schro- uh, Schrodinger. <laughs> Do you think um, maybe he maybe, maybe he... any physics fans will love that joke? <laughs> <laughs> and you make fun of me. <laughs> um, I was gonna say maybe he had some inside information that the head of the Social Security office had a terrible cat allergy. Yeah, this will get you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for taking money out of my paycheck every month. Enjoy a runny nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, kittens grow up to be cats, yeah. and I'm not a fan of cats. So, so, so you, so you would the play was if, terrible. You, you would use a, a, a cat bomb. <laughs> yes. Well, I so you I, find I, nothing. I mean, you find the act of bombing morally reprehensible, but not more morally reprehensible than a cat bomb. I think we should bomb with cats, actually. I think we should drop cats That's out of terrible. planes. No, because they're going to land on their feet anyway. I like, and be fine. I like cats. You do? I do. He has I a have cat. a cat. Oh, that's right. You knew that. Don't witches right. have he cats? Forgot. He dressed, totally forgot. He dressed it up as Harry Potter for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I Iron- not, ironically. Ironically. I did not do that. Uh, d- yeah. Wait, wait. Right. Is this the cat that has a Facebook page? <laughs> no. <laughs> he does not have a Facebook page. His name is Gatsby. That's about as literary. I thought it was Mittens. No. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Pickles. <laughs> did you really think it was Mittens? Okay, good. Uh, but it's not, ironic. Wait, 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 it's a, it's a, I thought it was ironically, ironically, named, ironically named Mittens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're telling me it's not, you don't have a pet named Pickles. No, you don't have a pet named Pickles. All right. What do you have for? Um, mine is also terrorism related. Oh, so maybe, <laughs> this is, maybe this is the week for that. <laughs> this is a very serious podcast. <laughs> it's a very well, it is a very special episode. Right. So. Josh Gales and terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one. So there was a plane uh, going from Hong Kong uh, to Vancouver. And uh, one of the passengers was this uh, Asian guy uh, coming from Hong Kong who's probably in his late teens, early 20s. Um, But whenever everyone disembarked from the plane, that guy was nowhere to be found. Instead, there was this really old Caucasian man wearing a cardigan with very young-looking hands. (laughs) And when he was questioned by security... It was discovered that this guy was trying to sneak into Canada, and so he got this really elaborate latex mask of an old white guy, put glasses on, and then uh, put a cardigan on and tried to slip through. The, the disguise is pretty unbelievable, yeah, too. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's incredible. It, n- not as good as you looked on opening night of the Harry Potter. Oh book, yeah, for sure. But for sure, it did look amazing. I'm so confused. He, he spent a tenth of the cost of what you. Did. <laughs> he, he jokes on him. Well, that's probably yeah. true because I had to graduate in order to get that. 
<laughs> get the graduation room down. It was but. way more difficult yeah. than it looked. Um, okay, so he's walking off the plane. Yeah. And they're like, you're not what you used to be. Well, you've changed. I think, I think they, it was mid flight, right? Well, yeah, because they noticed, they noticed he had, and the article says, they noticed he had very, quote, young looking hands, unquote. Who well, noticed? I think I think he actually boarded the plane, but he went to the bathroom. Yeah, he this went to the bathroom. Mid-flight. He went to the bathroom as an old man and emerged as uh, a young uh, Hong Kong citizen. Careful. Wait. Uh, so did he get on the? Did he get on the plane then as an old man? This yes, is where I was confused. Yeah, he actually boarded it. Okay. So he boarded as an old man and then changed. Imagine sitting next to this guy, right? He's like, uh, you know, will you hold my Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah. and my peanuts? I'm going to go to the bathroom real yeah. quick. And he comes back 10 minutes later and he's, uh, yeah. At this point, I, I try not to ask questions about what happens on a plane anymore. <laughs> okay. What do you have? Uh, the uh, Parents Television Council, which uh, is a nonprofit uh, council that I'm sure you guys have given to a lot <laughs> over the years. Um uh, those are the conservative busybodies who like to complain about all the good stuff on TV. <laughs> uh, in my I think opinion. that's actually their tagline. Cause, I think so. Because Josh is a huge gossip girl. Fan. I, well, you know how it is. Um, but they've <laughs> they've done a study on uh, television curse words mm-hmm. on the major networks. And what I love about studies like this, when it comes down to like an organization like the Parents Television Council getting involved, is they have to do their research, right? Right. They actual send they actually send parents in to study things. Well. One of the research study things they did uh, from the first two weeks of the fall television se- season was monitor the language used on the five major networks mm-hmm. in the evening uh, for two weeks. And uh, and so they had to write down all of the bad language. <laughs> and so, uh, so I have a list here from the Parents Television Council of the worst words used on television. And uh, and the the bad word used the most mm-hmm. was the bleeped out f word. Really? Yeah. Huh. On the, and this is on the five major networks. I guess but, that's probably but it's for, bleeped out. It's probably for reality shows. But it's so right. So so that's the thing. And then hell was second. Hmm. I think we can do better than that. <laughs> He's saying to be more creative. Well, I think more creative. And again, I think the devil has a foothold. Mm. Because hell is is rising in the ranks. Mm. This this week, uh, Conan's new show started on mm-hmm. TBS, mm-hmm. and yep. so of course, you know he's, you know, lampooning the network, and he's you know figuring out, you know, now that we're on basic cable late night, you know, how far can we go? Yeah. yeah. So he had a segment where he sat down with the standards and practices guy at TBS, and he just read a list of <laughs> slang for <laughs> genitalia <laughs> sla- and whatever. And like, just can we say, and he would say it and uh-huh. the guy would say yes or no. And then they started going through like a, a tire. Uh-huh. And so like, if I wore this, would that be okay? You know? And, and the guy's like, yeah, that, like they bring in a guy uh-huh. like uh, wearing an outfit. Can I wear this outfit? And it was like, uh, a, a tight uh, sweater and leather pants. And he goes, yes, you can wear that. Okay, can I get him writing right here that I can wear this outfit? And he said, yeah, and he writes. And then the guy turns around and it's buttless chaps. <laughs> really you know, anyway, but they, they, they did this for like 20 minutes. It was great. That's anyway, a really was, yeah. great. That's a really are great they gonna segment. Lot of, do they, um, are the standards looser than a network show would be? Nope. No? Nope. It's exactly the same. Hmm. So. See, I, I watched the first. Which was I, his, I so it was a great then, disappointment because <laughs> his whole thesis. Sorry, Jesse. His whole thesis was, but I'm taking less money <laughs> to be on this network. I I thought that came with complete freedom to say blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, there there has to be some exchange. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that was his great disappointment. Yeah. There's nothing to be disappointed about. He's still getting paid. Yeah, he's got double money right now, right? 
Yeah, well, there's a settlement, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to double now. It might have been a lump sum. Yeah, they may have. Yeah. He's, maybe, he's maybe getting a double down. Double down. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> less cholesterol. Um, mm-hmm. So so I've TiVo'd uh, several episodes, but I only watched like the, the first maybe half hour of opening night just to see if, what they were going to do. And I, I, I've, I've always loved Conan. I'll, I'll be honest. I was a little bit disappointed. Maybe just because the hype was built up so much, though. He's like I felt like it was a little conventional, and he was still a little whiny about the NBC thing. It's like, okay, we, we got it. We, we under you know, well, you got burned. But it was like the first like twenty five minutes of the show was just you know kind of you know his self loathing still. Well, yeah, it, it loosened up. I mean, it, it lessened later in the week. But the thing that disappointed me about the show is that it's so like classy and high dollar. Like the production yeah. value is fantastic. In fact, set might even be nicer you than missed his the, You NBC missed the Tom set. Green show from MTV, well, right? With I mean, that set. I mean, I remember like early Letterman. I mean, he had an edge to him. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets on the big, the big show, you know, he just turns into a talk show. Right. And the same thing happened with Conan. Conan was amazing because of the edge of creativity. He just walked this line of insanity you just didn't know what was you know what they were doing next mm-hmm. and and now it's just like i just it's a nice talk show and yeah I, I, it, it was like i said really conventional like i'm really not like a, the biggest jimmy fallon fan but at least some of his stuff breaks the late night mold yeah you know? he's yeah. a terrible monologue guy but his bits are funny he's playing games with the audience and he's yeah. doing stuff that's unexpected and i feel like conan at tbs that's what people wanted him to go back to and he's honestly doing the tonight show and it's yeah. just really classy and stuff and you're just hey, like, i'm gonna have a hard time not watching the daily show if i'm watching tv at 11 you right. know right that's i mean that's his fan base and that's right. going to be interesting to see what happens on the ratings they're watching the daily show and colbert mm-hmm. so yeah who wins so anyway anyway i it's just standards and practices what anything that I guess that'll do it for uh, Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Josh Garrels. You're listening to Pete Yorn. The song is Stronger Than, which is playing right now on Relevant.fm. It's the feature song of the week because there's a feature on Pete Yorn in the current issue of Relevant Magazine. So, you know, synergy. On newsstands everywhere. Well, not everywhere. Some places. Most places. Yeah, most. You can find it. You can ask for it. I looked forward to Barnes & Noble the other day. Which one? Uh, the one here on Colonial. Yep. Which last time I found our magazine right behind Playboy. Oh. Uh, behind it. Playboy was covering it up. And right. We, yeah. Yeah. You had to go looking for... I did. He was... Relevant? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 look what we have here. <laughs> but it wasn't there this time. Yeah, this... <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, Playboy was there. Okay. Casey's like, Chad, what are you doing? I look for Relevant. Yeah. <laughs> I swear our magazine was right here last time. Um, it. This is bizarre. All of the Barnes and Nobles in the city, UCF, Altamont, all of them have it. And the one right next to our office, a mile away from our office, has never carried it. Hmm. And then randomly, last issue showed up, and now it's not there again. And we've we just just because it's the one we go to, 
and you know, we make this magazine. Hey, maybe mm-hmm. maybe this store could carry it, and we've called the distributor, and and they're like, uh, we have no power. So for some reason, like somebody at that particular store just chooses not to carry relevant. I actually, I, I will say they have it right by me, like uh, in the Barnes and Nobles here. Interesting. But I, I have like this last one. I actually, I, I don't know who stocked it. But I think it was in the men's interest section, and the only reason I can determine that is it's probably because of Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis's uh, extremely masculine beard. Yes. it was misplaced there. If you, it, it really is funny to see because our covers change from topics to celebrities to whatever, and it, they'll move it. Because whoever's stocking it will just kind of look at it and go, okay, huh. this belongs in music. I think the reason why I was at Barnes and Noble last time was because I think I just left my copy there. <laughs> I think that's what actually so just, what happened. It I'm missing show. it now. I'm t- I'm tracing my steps back. Um, Josh Garrels is a longtime friend of the podcast, and in fact, if you go over to the podcast archives, you can actually see the episode where we did a spotlight on him and his music, and uh, interviewed him. Well, uh, we're such fans. When we hosted this event with World Vision, um, he was at the top of our list of artists to come out. Uh, and we we're really glad he was able to. We recorded the whole thing, um, but it was 45 minutes long. We're not going to play that for you, but we are going to do something a little different for us. Normally we play one song and we'll do another segment and we break it up, but we're actually going to go ahead and play an uninterrupted uh, segment of the live performance because uh, we just want you to experience part of what we experienced that night. Uh, more of the music will be on this week's podcast episode page if you want to check it out, as well as the video showing you kind of the night and, and what we hosted. It was a really cool event. So without any further ado, here is Josh Garrels. Let us break bread together on our knees. Let us break bread together on our knees. And when I fall on my knees with a face to the rising sun, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Drink wine together on our knees. Let us drink wine together on our knees. And when I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Let us praise God together on our knees. Let us praise God together on our knees. And when I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, oh Lord, have mercy on me. 
Train song, and the only reason it's called that is because I wrote it on some train tracks. night and when the path gets narrow I follow him and when the world come down around I'll be with him Lord I'll be with I'll be with him. He said, Sing it on the mountain, or fight in the valley low. He's my God, and he never let me go. No. He said, Sing it on the mountain Or fight in the valley low Every man gon' see And everyone will know now The peace runs deep Deep in him I said peace Runs deeper, deeper in him. I say peace runs deeper, deeper in him. You know peace runs deeper, deeper in him. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I've been working real hard on a new album. This is uh, going to be a song on there. I took the uh, chorus from that old song, Farther Along, and then added some other stuff to it. But I do call it Farther Along. So this is a new song. escape the seductive voice with the heart of faith while walking the line back home there's so much more life than we've been told it's full of beauty that will unfold and shine like you struck gold my wayward sons the dead weight burden weighs a ton i go down to the river and let it run and wash away all the things you've done forgiveness all right Farther along, well, I know all about it. Farther along, well, understand why. So cheer up, my brothers, live in the sun. Still I get hard pressed on every side Between the rock and the compromise Like a truth in a pack of lies Fighting for my soul And I got no place left to go Cause I got changed by what I've been shown The more glory than this world has known It keeps me rambling on Skipping like a calf loose 
from his stall I'm free to love once and for all And even when I fall I get back up for the joy that overflows my cup Heaven filled me with more than enough It broke down my levees and my bluffs Let the flood wash me one day when the sky rolls back on us Some rejoicing and the others fuss Because every knee must bow and tongue confess The Son of God is forever blessed His is the kingdom and we're the guests Put your voice up into the test Sing, Lord, come soon Ah, oh, yeah Farther along well, I know I'll learn Farther along, well, I understand why. So cheer up, my brother. I live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by him. Farther along, well, I know all about it. Farther along, well, I understand why. So cheer up, my brothers, live in the sun. As I've teamed up with uh, World Vision before, specifically acting on AIDS to try to alleviate the scourge of AIDS on Earth, you know, doing what they can. Um, they've kind of uh, inherited this or taken this as sort of one of their anthem songs. Uh, this is called Zion and Babylon. Said, oh, great mammon, form and function, careless consumerist consumption, dangerous dysfunction, disguised as expensive taste. Cause I'm a, a people disgraced by what I claim I need and what I want to waste. I take no account for nothing if it's not mine. Cause it's a misappropriation of funds. Protect my 90% with my guns. Whose side am I on? Well, who's winning? Kingdoms built with the blood of slaves Orphans, widows and homeless graves I sold their souls just to build my private mansion Some people say that my time is coming Kingdom come is the justice running down, down, down on me Cause I'm a poor child, I'm a lost son 
I refuse to give my love to anyone Fight for the truth or help the weaker ones Because I love my Babylon I am a slave, I was never free I betrayed you for blood money vanity oh my lord I'm your enemy now say come to me and find your Lives were bought from under graves Where I found you I said my name ain't yours Yours is not mine Mine is the Lord And yours is my child It's how it's always been Now it's a time to make a change Leave your homes Give to the poor All that you own Lose your life So that you could find it to be last when the true will come Live it like a humble fool to overcome This upside down wisdom Of a dying world I said Zion's not built with hands And in this place gotta dwell with man Sick be healed in the crippled stand Sing hallelujah My kingdom's built with the blood of my son Selfless sacrifice for everyone Faith, hope, love and harmony I say let this world know me by your love, by your love Oh my child, my daughters and my sons I made you in love to overcome Free as bird, my flowers in the sun On your way to Mount Zion all you slaves be set free come on out a challenge come on home to me we will dance and we will rejoice if you can hear me then follow my voice There's another older one. <clears throat> Might have blown my voice out with that last one. It was worth it, though. <clears throat> well, this one's called Freedom.
Professional or beginner, doesn't matter. Every sin is a prisoner in a body that is subject to time. Now, my entwined mind tries to form a straight line, not like twitched scoliosis of the spinal cord. Construct, cross-eyed carpenters are cutting crooked lines, can't construct. Man-made shrines when the winds in the water move the sands of time. Many minds on a deadline, yet live life like a live wire. I'm not tired. A blood and fire, spirits moving higher than the green grass ever lifted me. Spirits moving higher than anything else ever lifted you. See, we got spirituality that's living in us like a one and three. Injustice is concerning me in the non-linear eternity. I'm speaking paradoxically, but you could nod your head now when you understand me. This is for my free men whose backs won't bend in the lion's den Now with the eyes on the end then This is for my free women who fight with their love the powers of our children Free men whose backs won't bend in the lion's den Now with the eyes on the end then This is for my free women who fight with their love the powers of our children We shine like lights exposing what lies underneath decomposing Unearthed old chains that are rusted Oh my god, is that what I trusted in? That's in that tomfoolery uh, what it is is mental jewelry that I adorned myself with. The enemy's gifts, the man-made myths, the ignorant bliss of marijuana spliffs and alcoholic fifths, and I got so sick and tired of it. Delivered and redeemed by Christ, I mean. It's time to start living and get a reason for the rhymes. I don't wanna be dead wrong on the deadline Standing on the dark side and all out of time Like a blind pen of mom's fantasize Climb up his own ladder to the sunshine And nothing's mine that hasn't been given And no one's alive here that hasn't been risen For 19 years I was trapped in the prison Feeding my escape by means of derision But every man-made attempt just failed When trapped in the jail of my own guilt Shame and iniquity I was looking for freedom How'd I find freedom from all of this? He said, believe. He said, believe. Nah, nah. Who are you telling me to believe? He said, I'm your Christ. So I believe. Ah, 
yo do ta do ta yo ta ta tu Oh, this song's called Sisu, which, uh, which means stubborn guts in Finnish. It's kind of a well-known saying if you're a Finn, which I am on my mom's side. It's something I took great pride in as a little kid, you know, like to be a stubborn guts. Um, but yeah, man, all of us are stubborn in our own right, you know? And I say this when I play the song a lot, but I still believe it's true, is that a lot of us tend to be stubborn in the wrong direction, you know? We have like foreheads of flint towards uh, selfishness and things that are um, in the long run destructive, although may instantly be pleasing. Um, but the Lord, by the power of his spirit, calls us to be stubborn in a direction that's towards the kingdom, which is for restoration and redemption and doing things for the sake of others, a level of uh, selflessness. And you know what? Those who are stubborn in that direction throughout history, they're, they're, the, they're the ones who shake things up, you know? They're the ones who uh, make a big difference on earth. And so I believe that's the call on all of our lives, you know? It's not just for the select few superstars, you know? It's, it's for all of us to just look towards the Lord and be stubborn to, like, run after him despite a lot of things that are going the other direction, you know? Because it's not, it's not going to make sense because we'll look at everything going that way and he calls us to go straight towards him. So this is called Sisu. Can stand, son of man is the man of manifest in the flesh, in the blood, in the bones, in the rocks, in the valley of the dead. The dry bones are gonna walk and talk to the rhythm of the saints, y'all. To the rhythm of the saints, and I, I paint it red to remember the dead who laid down their life for the troth, and the seed that is buried takes root. And this ignorant world will have proof See I remember the sins of my youth The path in the madness of unrestrained pleasure The heavier trip it made the heavier deader In the deepest of dark without a wing or a feather The spiral closed in like a cage Like a cage A maze that's amazing for days turns to rage If the page it refuses to turn and the hopeless, I hope the book burns when the lesson it returns, but the lesson is still unlearned. See, I yearn to discern if a life can be earned or was given as a gift to the dead. See, I read and I bled and I fed to the full, my soul on the sickest of sickness. Seeking the light of a savior's witness, a way that one day that I might forget this. But slave master won't permit this, cause I'm a hooker, I'm his mistress. And when I look for freedom, he put more chains on me. He strangles my hope so that I live like a zombie. What master's house can this be? That when I look for freedom, he still deceives me. 
What master's house can this be? That when I look for freedom, he still deceives me. If there's a God, I screamed, answer me. I didn't expect an answer to be received. Oh, yeah. But he received me. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, you must die to be set free Living in the kingdom of God eternally Open up my eyes so that I could see And die with the cry revolutionary Every man and woman is a witness And we will never forget this True, a true It's the truth. Undiluted, undisputed, never to be substituted or rooted, fully suited for the war. It's a modernization of a timeless metaphor. And by the boomerang, we bring the beats back more. What for, man? Do we work exterior decor or begin it in the spirit of the Lord? Now nah, you could pull the cord, but the people still sing it a cappella. Marching to the beat, I hear their feet are in the cellar. Fear not, the world cannot stop what must begin within. You and me, fire, wind, holy hymn, beautiful, diadem, hidden within. Positively pure prism, refraction, every color broken down. Harmonize with my eye spectrum in the end, bleeding into the one, to the source, to the beautiful Father of light. All the pressure and pain produces perseverance Purged by the flames without interference Produces a hope in the glory of God My God, I am your son I know that you will finish the work that you've begun Homespun grassroots spontaneously suits the purpose And we don't deserve this life He gives life Yeah, 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 yeah set free living in the kingdom of God eternally open up my eyes so that I could see and die with the cry revolutionary every man and woman is a witness and we will never forget this true yeah, true he said you must die to be set free living in the kingdom of God eternally open up my eyes so that I could see and die with the cry revolutionary every man and woman is a witness and we will never forget this truth truth That was Josh Garrels. Check him out at joshgarrels.com. And remember to head over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com uh, for more music and to see a video of the event.
You're listening to David Crowder Band. The song is SMS Shine. The video is playing right now on Relevant.tv and was made using 700,000 light bright pegs. Wow. Just check it out. It's really, really interesting. Got retweeted a lot yesterday. Okay, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you what you dressed up as uh, for Halloween. We know what Ryan dressed up as. No, I told you. Oh, yeah. The Harry Potter thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but remember, I actually said I didn't dress up as anything this year. You had a Harry Potter robe, and you didn't just use that as your it's default? A, it's a graduation robe. So I'm actually not sure where it is. I'm not speaking of which. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't, don't. You have a Harry Potter like chest hidden away in your house. <laughs> speaking of which, like, do you guys like? I don't really know where my diploma is. I came across it when I moved. Okay, uh, it was in the bottom of a box that had uh, miscellaneous cords. Okay, and um, a throw pillow. Okay, like I'm pretty and sure it was, fold, box, it was folded up but... like a paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is interesting because people go. You know, well, I, I need to know for sure that you've graduated from there. Right. I mean, that's the thing is no one ever asks for proof. <laughs> yeah. Right. Unfortunately, sir, I cannot locate my diploma from Oxford. <laughs> that would be, that would be amazing. Like if I was a business person, I'd yeah. be like, I'm going to need to see some proof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, people spend $200,000 yeah. on their education yeah. and there's no proof of it. Yeah. Yeah. G- give me, give me a couple hours on Photoshop and some really nice stock paper. <laughs> and yeah, but all of a sudden I went to MIT. When was the last time someone asked for someone's diploma for proof? That's true. I think I, it, I think the only you could time s- I could say I graduated from Duke. Yeah, but I mean, doctors' offices, he, they display it to. My doctor sh- has never asked for my diploma not when I've asked gone there. for yours. <laughs> but you, wait, counseling, your, your, your doctor requires to only see college graduates and patients? <laughs> counselors, they show theirs. I'm trying to think. Uh, lawyers, they show theirs. Mm-hmm. As know, long as I stay away from those professions, I, I can like, lie yeah. about wherever I went right. to college. Yeah. I feel like any anything above a bachelor's, Ooh. I feel like they start displaying it. Because professors do too, a lot of times. I would agree yeah. with that. And as, yeah, as long as you play it safe and don't like, you know, I hold a doctorate in cryptozoology <laughs> from Stanford. Don't, don't ask me about animals, but I mean, science yeah. would be no, but, or especially mythical ones. But <laughs> I mean, a lot of the people that we, you know, candidates that we assess for opportunities here, it's about how good you are at what you do, not right. what you know. Right. You don't call yeah. SCAD design and say, did she go Did here? Did she really no, go No, I'm there. looking at the portfolio. This is a great designer. Yeah. Oh, this but, is but, why she's by great. The way, she, she, she has a few degrees from Ivy League schools. So, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, I don't I don't care about the degree. Is, and I also don't care about GPA. Yeah. FYI for all you college students who are obsessing about your GPA. Oh, really? But again, no is there if, if you say if I wrote GPA. on a resume, I, I had a 4.3 in college. Is there any way to, for an employer to actually verify that? No. Well, I mean, you call the school for records. I mean, like you can call, yeah. I mean, but the employer but, but, but doesn't can care. They, can they give that out? Like, is that something that privacy standards would even allow them to? That's you know, interesting. I, I feel like they could because it's a public record. I is mean, it? You're, yeah, your yeah, your grades. Well, your trans your, your transcript is if you release uh, it's it. It's a public record. I think. I mean, it, the school can release your transcript if. We need to get a lawyer on the phone. I think it. you have to authorize it being yeah, released. Yeah, that be true. Like if you transfer like to another school. school. Yeah. One of the things I appreciated about uh, my community college education, uh, when I got my AA degree, they sent me a regular size diploma and then a business card size laminated diploma Stop I could it. put in my wallet. True story. Well, so, when I finished Cambridge, they did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I want proof. 
<laughs> I'll give you, I'll send you a business card. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we asked you what you dressed up for uh, as for Halloween. And uh, a lot of you went over to the podcast episode page and posted pictures and links there of, of your costumes. Um, because they are links of pictures, can't really talk about them. Um, so we're just going to kind of gloss over that and just say, go over, check it out for yourself. Uh, someone uh, pointed us to a link, though, where someone dressed up as a breathalyzer. Nice. Yeah. So go to the website and see that. Okay. So it's time for this week's question of the week. Editorial question of the week. Well, earlier on the podcast, uh, we learned a little bit about Ryan. I was going to say, it wasn't just earlier. I suffered mockery through this whole thing. That is true. <laughs> That's true. Even well, while Josh Gerls was playing a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Earlier, we, were just we learned about it. <laughs> yeah. Earlier is when we learned. Um, and it got us thinking, okay, to be fair, we all have an inner geek. We all, we all geek out about something. We have something that we just love that other people maybe don't get as enthusiastic about. Mm-hmm. So we want to ask you, what is, what is the thing that you geek out about most? Um, for me, I love Legos. Really? Yeah, love I Legos. I didn't know that. If you come to my house, I have quite a few Lego uh, things that I'm I have built uh, for my uh, my justification is it's for Cohen's room in the future, but they are <laughs> right now in my office displayed on my shelves. Spaceships. That was the longest air quote of all time. What um, <laughs> what Legos did you like when you were in elementary school? Like, what was your set? Oh, well, I, I mean, the, the castle stuff, okay. I, had, I had the big castle. But my thing was I had uh, the suitcases, the red suitcases. Yeah, yeah. of I had like six of them mm-hmm. full. And I would just create stuff. I didn't like, other than ca- the castle world mm-hmm. where you kind of, because there was like pebbles on yeah, it and stuff, and you had to. Yeah, the doors and everything, yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I just like built stuff. I built cities and mountains. And I liked the- Just got a freelance. I did freelance. That's cool. I, n- I could never get into that. For some- I loved Legos too, but I would almost always build the sets. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah. Because I don't have the tubs anymore. Mm-hmm. My mom gave them away. Oh. To who? My younger brother, who then threw them away when he moved out. No respect. Because he wasn't a Lego guy. No mm-hmm. respect. No respect. Do you guys remember a Domino Rally? Dominoes? This podcast got so geeked out just now. <laughs> we, we literally... No, Domino Rally was this game, and I remember the commercials from like the late 80s, and I'm sure they're on YouTube uh, along with the Dougie videos, um, but they were on these tracks, and you could flip all the logo, uh, dominoes at once, right? Uh-huh. And they had stuff that did like spins. You, you could build the most insane domino track and then just watch them fall, you know? And that's what you, geeked, awesome. out. That's what you geeked out about? Yeah, my, my lo- the lost years of my childhood were spent <laughs> playing Domino Rally. Okay, so we want to know what you geek out about just so Ryan feels better about himself. Yeah. So go and over. Don't say I, something I, like I, the I was gym. Pretty, I was, Ryan, I was, I was pretty pumped about Transformers a couple years ago when yeah. the movie came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but then Transformers but, 2 happened. Yeah. <laughs> then Michael Bay happened. <laughs> okay, this might sound a little ridiculous, but just just bear with me. How sweet would it have been if Christopher Nolan would have directed Transformers? Like, what a dark, awesome direction it would have gone. It Which is should. Yeah. It's big, huge machines fighting yeah, it would have been good great. and e- It would have been amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, you know? Wow. See, that's what's going to happen is like, you know, like the Hulk and stuff, mm-hmm. but like they do it and then like, that was terrible. This could be done a lot better. Yeah. And so about five years later, 10 years later, they'll redo it again. Yep, yep. They've tried the Hulk like five times now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's inevitable with, with where Bay is taking Transformers. Yeah. I, yeah. 
10 years, it'll be rethought yeah. as a dark. Yeah, it's, it's like dark and gritty, like Optimus Prime's like addicted to drugs. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, addicted, it's like a motor oil. To, yeah, to motor oil. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I it's it's a name. redemption story. He, you know, he has to, he has to, you know, fight his demons, his internal demons, as well as the Decepticon. And he's like, he's like, man, 93 octane. <laughs> <laughs> He finds a source for 98 octane. (laughs) I like geeking out about Legos, though. Those are good memories. Okay, Domino Rally. (laughs) Still don't know what that is. Micro micro machines. Wait, okay. Was Domino Rally... Rally, Was was, these? Micro machines, sure. Yeah. Was Domino Rally the one that had, like... You could like it yeah, would like be neon in, dominoes, right? Man. They're neon dominoes, and it would be like five of them that were like inlaid into a track, and so you could flip exactly. them really easily. So you could flip them all at one I time. I think I might have had those. Oh, yeah, I did those. Yeah, thank you. They were pretty awesome. Yeah, right? there's bridges. If someone dropped, yeah. a, let me ask you this: If someone came by and dropped off a massive set of Domino Rally oh, stuff at the over. office, how many hours this <laughs> afternoon or ma- tonight would you spend playing with it? The magazine would not get done. Thank you, <laughs> but thank you. we would have the most intricate set. It's true, going all around the office. Oh, that was I yeah. had. Yeah, I had a big set of that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can set up a domino course around your house and it would last about 15 seconds once it started. <laughs> That's why I got annoyed. I'm like, I did yeah. all this work. Yeah, it was I, like I hated tipping them over. Yeah. I hated tipping them over. Mousetrap is a yeah. great game. Yeah. But well, Mousetrap was super lame because you spend like an hour and a half j- assembling it just to watch all this little crap go off for like four seconds. <laughs> Like, oh, that was sweet. It, it went off just like last time. <laughs> Let's go play Hungry Hungry Hippos or something. So uh, go over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and, and tell us there, what is it that, you'll, that you geek out about now? I'm talking as an adult, something that maybe you shouldn't get so excited yeah, about. And don't say I'm, something like, like, don't say exercise or the Bible. Like... I mean, you should geek out about the Bible. We all know. and we. I'm all... just a big workout nerd. Yeah, I like no. lift weights all the time, work on my body. <laughs> Such a geek, man. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to hear about that. This is something you would have been embarrassed to admit in high school, say. Yeah, yeah like like for, for me, I went through a pretty big magic. Like, not Orlando magic. Like but Magic like the Gathering? magic. Oh. Sorcery. No. Like magic sorcery. tricks. <laughs> he said sorcery. <laughs> no, like sleight of hand tricks. Okay. Illusions. Uh, yeah, how was it illusions? So, so you you went through this on the podcast. So you're saying that you're not as into magic as you used to be? No, no, I am. I mean, I just I haven't had the time to practice. I mean, look, if if, if I still have the whole kit and I still play with it occasionally, you know, but it's not like I'm practicing it nightly like I was. I, I uh, because of your interest in magic, I, it was around the same I, that during that era, I went to L- Las Vegas with my and came upon a, a magic shop and ended up spending way too much money on tricks <laughs> that I never learned. So I, I have See, at the house. The thing is, when you do learn them, the payoff is great. You know what? What is the payoff? Children's birthday parties. <laughs> exactly. I actually, this is true. I re- I didn't do it for pay. I did it just to be nice. But I did perform at a children's birthday party. Oh my gosh. I lost their attention very quickly and got mad. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, go post your feedback, and we will read our favorites next week. Um, or you can call into the podcast episode hotline. Podcast hotline is 407-660-1411. The extension is 126, and you can leave your message there. Tell us what you geek out about. Many thanks to Josh Garrels for coming down for the event that we did with World Vision. Um, it was an amazing night. He's an amazing artist. Check out his music at joshgarrels.com if you get the chance. And again, you can go over to the podcast episode page 
um, uh, to hear more music and see the video of the night. With that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Ryan Ham. I'm Josh Loveless. I'm Jesse Carey. And for our illustrious producer, Chad Michael Snavely, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. Hey guys, guess what? The new Harry Potter is coming out.